It's the new beauty buzzword popping up on skincare forums and Reddit, but what is fungal acne? Do you have it? And how do you treat it? Stick around because we're going to take a look on today's episode. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be taking a look at fungal acne, as well as some of the K-beauty products that can assist while you obtain medical treatment. So how do we know if we have fungal acne? Have you maybe never even heard of it? I know for me, it really isn't a concept that came into my, I guess, sphere until a couple of years ago when I started seeing this term fungal acne pop up everywhere on Reddit, on Facebook groups, forums, and things like that. So if you suffer from really stubborn acne that just doesn't seem to go away no matter what you do or no matter what acne products you've tried, it may be that the acne that you have is not the typical type of acne, but it is fungal acne. So fungal acne unlike the name suggests, is actually not acne in the traditional sense. And acne in the traditional sense is caused by oil and bacteria. So when we're talking about fungal acne, it's actually caused by an overgrowth of yeast. And the yeasts that are clustered basically around our hair follicles. So if you've got small itchy, and itchy being really important here, bumps on your face that just won't budge, or if they get worse when it's hot and humid, then fungal acne might be something that you want to have a look into. So the first thing to know about fungal acne and the kind of yeast that causes it is that that yeast is actually always on our skin. It's just that normally our bodies do a good job of keeping that in check. But when you get something like fungal acne, it's caused by an overgrowth of this yeast that's usually just sitting there on our skin. And there's a couple of reasons why that can occur. So things like weather, if you live in a really hot and humid condition, or if you're a type of person Person, if you're the type of person that is very susceptible to sweating, if you find yourself really sweating a lot, then those kind of things can contribute to this overgrowth of yeast, basically. If your immune system is weakened, so your health is not the best, that's another time when this kind of acne may strike. And then yeast and fungi in general love carbs and sugar. So if you have a diet that is really rich in those two things, then it might be something for you to look into. So what's surprises me the most when it comes to fungal acne is just how many people all of a sudden are really convinced that they've got it and people are suggesting, I suppose, to other people that they might have it as well. So because this is not something that I ever have personally experienced or knew about growing up, I wanted to take a look into where this kind of trend 
and the searching and the recommending of fungal acne has really sort of popped up. And if you have a look at the Google Trends results, you can see that it only really became a buzzword in 2017 and that the searches have really rapidly risen for the term fungal acne since then. So in terms of how many of us are actually likely to have fungal acne versus, you know, normal bacterial acne, I think statistically speaking, if you do live in a really hot, humid climate, like many places in Southeast Asia are, then that's probably going to be statistically more likely for you. And also for if you're a person that sort of sweats a lot. So what I want to run through is some of the things to look at out for because it can be difficult to know whether you just have regular bacterial acne or whether it may be this in inverted commas fungal acne even though technically we know it's not really acne at all but it is a condition called malassezia and that is spelled m-a-l-a-s-s-e-z-i IA. So that's the technical term for it. And even though it has many of the characteristics of acne, it's not technically actually acne at all. It is just this overgrowth of, of yeast. So here are some of the signs, the key signs of fungal acne to look out for. And the first one, which I already touched on, is that itchiness. So normal acne, bacterial acne, will rarely cause itchiness, but fungal acne is usually itchy. And that's because of this yeast. The second thing you can look out for is the size. So fungal acne bumps are often similar in size. There's usually very little variation in the size and they're also often found in clusters. So bacterial acne, you'll know if you've had it before, which I certainly have, it comes in a whole different range of sizes and it can pop up anywhere. It's not just in a cluster. So Look, the location can also be slightly different. So bacterial acne, you can get it on your chest and your back, but it is usually found on the face. Whereas fungal acne, you can even get it on your arms. It can be in all sorts of different places, chest, back, face, arms, and tight clothing can also be a culprit that causes that as well. So before I jump into how to treat fungal acne, just a reminder, if you haven't already, we are running a competition at the moment on our Instagram at style story underscore K beauty. And that is to win a one-on-one consultation with me to help match you with your perfect K beauty products. If you would like to go into the draw for that, then all you need to do is leave a comment on our Instagram post. So jump over onto the gram if you haven't already done that and leave your comment and you'll go into the running. Okay. So in terms of how we can treat fungal acne. Well, the very first thing to take into account is this. Even if you have all of the signs that are associated with fungal acne, it's really important not to rely on your own diagnosis and to get diagnosed properly by a medical professional. And there are a couple of reasons for this. Number one is that doctors can swab it and do a quick analysis to see if it is in fact fungal. And secondly, if it is fungal, they can give you medication that can get rid of it in as little as 24 hours. So rather than, you know, doctor Googling it and searching on the internet and diagnosing yourself and then, you know, coming up with all these ways to treat it at home, it's really a lot quicker 
simpler and easier to just go to a doctor or a dermatologist and then they can determine pretty quickly whether it is fungal or not. And if it is, you're probably going to be pointed in the direction of a topical or oral antifungal medication or treatment. So it's medicine that they're going to use to treat it. Anecdotally, apparently you can also apply some kinds of anti-dandruff shampoo onto the affected area because some of them have components that are known to kill species of malassezia. But I think with the right treatment from a doctor, you're probably going to be looking at clearing it up very, very quickly. So where do skincare products then come into it? So Skincare, I would say, is not the treatment, but it would be something that you can do to not aggravate it in the meantime until you get treated. So you will often hear people or see people. I've seen many people and I've been asked myself um, for fungal safe K-beauty products. So with the massive caveat that I am not a doctor, obviously, I hope you guys know that already. I am not a doctor, but I've looked into this and there are some resources on the internet for people specifically with this condition. And one of the really good ones I have found is a website called Folliculitis Scout. So that's a little bit of a mouthful. So I'm going to pop the link to that website in today's show notes. So head on over to thekoreanbeautyshow.com and I will have the link for you there. And basically what this website does is that when you type in the ingredients list of a product that you're, you know, interested in using on your skin, if you have fungal acne, it will tell you if there are any trigger ingredients for malassezia in there. So that's what the website does. And this is um, a good resource if you're looking to double check that. So I have run the checks for a couple of products, for many products actually, and I've got come back with a list that this particular website claims are free from fungal acne triggers. And those products in terms of your cleansers, some nice gentle cleansers that won't irritate your skin. The first is Etude House's Sunjong Cleanser. And then the second is Tosung's Enzyme Powder Wash. So I will have links for both of those products in the show notes as well. And then for moisturizers. So keeping in mind that this fungal acne really loves oily and moist environments, I would suggest skipping anything too heavy and thick and consider replacing it with something of a gel texture. And there are two gel products that I've found that are fungal acne safe. And the first one is Benton's Aloe Propolis Soothing Gel. And the second is iUnique's Centella Gel Calming Cream. So both of those are on the Style Story website and I've got links to both of those as well in today's show notes. So that is just a little, I guess, primer and introduction to fungal acne. Uh, I know it is really, really popular in the Korean beauty community. Uh, the word is used a lot. Um, people, you know, say that they have fungal acne. Now, I'm not sure whether those people have diagnosed themselves or whether they have a diagnosis from a doctor. But the good news is if you do get a professional diagnosis, there are medicines that can help with this and clear it up much quicker, certainly than bacterial acne seems to be cleared up. Um, I know for a fact that bacterial acne can be a 
very, very stubborn and that, you know, a lot of people end up cycling through lots of different antibiotics and things like that, even going on drugs like Accutane. It's called Roaccutane in Australia. Uh, and it can just be basically really, really stubborn and really tricky to um, treat. So the good news for people that do have this, this fungal variety is that it looks like it's a lot quicker to treat. But definitely if you have the opportunity to don't self-diagnose and go and see a doctor, um, you know, I know that that might not be an option for everyone, but if it is an option for you to get medical advice and get some treatment for it, I think probably in the long run, it's going to save you time and maybe even money. If you're, you know, looking around for skincare products that weren't aggravated anymore, it might be easier and quicker to just go and get a script from a doctor for some medicine that will clear it up seemingly pretty quickly. I would love to know, have you guys ever been diagnosed with this condition? Um, let me know. I'm, I'm very interested to know what it, you know, what it is like firsthand. To my knowledge, I've never had it before. So please come and find me. You will find me on Instagram at lauren.kbeauty. You know, I love to always have a chat to you guys to hear your thoughts and feedback on the show as well. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would absolutely love it if you would give us a rating. All you need to do is scroll down on your app past the other episodes and reviews and you can leave a review. And then, of course, don't forget to subscribe while you're there so that you don't miss any episodes. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed today and I will talk to you next Tuesday.